You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating, and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat. And stay up to date. Hi there. You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. First thing I want to say is... I don't know if anybody's seen on my socials, but there's currently an award thing for British podcasting. If you want to go onto my Twitter or my Facebook, feel free to submit a vote for me. You know, all I do is I do this for free and I do this for everybody to experience new artists. So, you know, not telling you to, but if you want to, you know, feel free. My guest today is relatively new to the country scene. She is going to be absolutely amazing i've listened to some of her music already on youtube and on her website and she is a fantastic fantastic singer and her name is georgia hi georgia hiya how are you doing good yeah i'm all right how are you i'm good how muggy is it today i mean honestly it really is and it's like a it's like sweaty yeah. it's not it's not it's not like warm and nice it's like warm muggy and sweaty yeah it's 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 strange i mean the past few days, it's been kind of, it's been warmish, but it's been wet. Now, today, it's not wet. It's just like, it's 20 degrees up here up north. And yeah, it's it's strange. Yeah, it's not it's not so nice. It's not quite like being on holiday, is it? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Hol- whilst we say that, holiday-wise, you know, whereabouts do you go on holiday? Uh, well, my family and I are always, we've, we, we used to go to Portugal loads. Like, we went... I think it was like 10 years in a row we went to Portugal Um, and then we took a couple of years out and this year we were supposed to be going back Um, but you know that was last week and didn't happen and then um, yeah it's it's super sad but it's fine there's worse things happening Um, and uh, and then we I've got family in America so we go to see them quite a bit yeah they're uh, based in Wisconsin Wisconsin How, how often do you go to America then is it like once a year or uh, we kind of scatter it, so <laughs> so sometimes they'll go without me and I'll go without them, and then <laughs> we'll try and like make it work. But um, yeah, they went. They've been the past two years, three years, I want to say, and I've been the past two years. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we go as often as as we can. Oh wow! I mean, that that's crazy. <laughs> I, I'd love to have family in America. Just an excuse to go there all the time. <laughs> Yeah, it's handy. It's handy. <laughs> They've got a really lovely lake house as well that I haven't even seen yet, but um, it's stunning, apparently, yeah. Oh, wow. Now, country music. I mean, you're going to be releasing music towards the end of the year, is it? Yeah, yeah, hopefully. We're um, we're looking at, at the dates at the moment and just kind of, because everything's a little bit slower right now. Yeah. <laughs> so just double-checking. Um, but hopefully... Now, country music, what was it that drawn you into country music rather than saying going into pop or going into anything really? You know, what was it about country music? Well, my, um, as I say, obviously my family are are in America anyway and my aunt and uncle introduced my nan to country um, when, like, before I was around. (laughs) And um, so my dad, my nan would bring back CDs um, and my dad got really into country and then... When I was really young, he would play the songs on repeat. Like we would, <laughs> we would know what what would come next in the album. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we uh, we just picked up like that. It's kind of always been it's always been a thing for me. That was the great things with CDs and vinyls is you always knew what's coming next. But then when they brought the shuffle into play, 
you know, when you yeah, it's, like, it? <laughs> it's like, oh my God, what's going to come next? Yeah. And also like with, with CDs, the artists put them in like a specific order and a lot of countries is obviously around storytelling and things. So the CD's order would tell a story. Yeah. Um, and now when you're listening on Spotify or something, it's so hard <laughs> to work out what is, what's happening and where you're supposed to be at. But, yeah. Now, music-wise, obviously, because you've not released anything yet, but it's coming, have you got everything, like, in place, you know, like all the Apple accounts and the Spotify accounts and everything ready just to, as soon as everything's laid down and you can just fire them straight out? Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been doing the past few months is getting all those accounts sorted and remembering logins. Um, but, yeah, no, we're uh, we're pretty much there. I've got a song at the moment is being um, put together over in Nashville, and um, and then he's sending the track over to me to record over here. Um, yeah, so it's supposed to be going out there, but obviously that's not happening. Um, <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. So, yeah, so as soon as that's here, um, we're pretty much going to start getting all the tracks uploaded and registered and yeah sort out all that stuff is there anything you can tell us about that track um yeah so i've i've played it a couple of times actually i'm i'm not being precious over it <laughs> <laughs> um it is it's called whatever you've got yeah and um i wrote it a few weeks ago now and it was basically just about um it's one of those songs that's just written in frustration. I feel like a lot of my music is when I'm really heightened in emotions. <laughs> so I'm either really sad or really happy or really annoyed. Um, and uh, Whatever You've Got was a really annoyed song. And it was, um, it's kind of about how, you know, everything looks really good on paper. Like, your life looks good. You've got a nice a nice job. Everything is fine. But really, that's not that's not what you want. You want to be in the rough bars and you want to be getting the tattoos and drinking till all hours of the night. Like yeah. <laughs> that kind of song. <laughs> well, that, that, that's nice to hear actually, because the majority of songs, not particularly just in the UK, but everywhere, it's usually follows the same kind of scenario. You know, you get drunk in a bar, you pick up a girl, you know, you go to the lake house kind of thing. You know, it's nice yeah. to have that alternative, you know, not just the perfect life, but you want the rough with it as well. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that that kind of reflects in my my style of country, too. It's not it's not quite the same. Um, it's still country pop, but there's there's definitely more of a, a rock kind of vibe to it. Yeah. So you say rock vibe, but you've got very, very not a soft voice, but you've got very light notes. <laughs> yeah. So normally, yeah. Normally, when you refer to like rock, you think of the harder, heavier vocals, you know, the the rough almost like the male vocals, but you've got a really, really nice undertone to your voice. It's really, oh, really thank sweet. You. Thanks. Yeah, I think this, um, I mean, this album, especially this EP that I've been working on is, um, is way, is so much more current. My voice has developed a lot since, um, since what is currently available to listen to. Because <laughs> um, I think the song that you've heard was probably, Four years ago now, five years ago. Really? So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's, a, it's a long while ago that song, but um, yeah, the, the songs at the moment there's there's a lot more of that kind of roughness and like getting that that grit. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes total sense to me. I mean, it's it's not like you say grit. It's that it's like a controlled harshness. It's strange. Yeah, no, exactly. And you have to be so controlled with it as well because, you know, if you mess the grit up, you kind of uh, 
you mess your vocals up. So that's the last thing you want. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Definitely don't want to be doing that. Growing up, then, did you have any form of like vocal training? Uh, well, my dad is a, um, a professional singer, anyway, so. Ooh. That was handy, definitely. Um, he never actually taught me. He's he's refused to teach me my entire life, <laughs> um, which, you know, it's been a blessing and a curse. Uh, so I kind of have just picked up on how he sings, I yeah. think, um, which naturally has placed things in an okay position where I can sing for a long <laughs> while. Um, but, yeah, now I have a, a really good singing teacher. He's actually my neighbour as well. Um, and she's a, a yeah, well, she's an opera singer, so she's got the most insane vocals possible, and I, I don't know how she makes these sounds. But, um, yeah, so that's that's exciting. That's crazy. I mean, but, uh, opera singers in particular, you know, not just your high, you know, the higher, I don't know what the term is now for the higher pitch, but like your lower tones as well. And the range between an opera singers is just so diverse and just so... Yeah. I, I love listening you know don't get me wrong i absolutely adore country music but everybody loves all kinds of genres and i particularly love like the classical and the operatic songs as well oh okay and it's it's so i find it really fascinating to listen to you know just mm. the the whole it, it, it's it's a hard one really it's i just like the tones of the voice i mean that's what i love the most about singing is listening to the varying in pitches and different volumes and you know the crescendos and the altos and the everything that comes with singing I love it and that's what I love about your voice at the moment oh thank you thanks how many tracks are you expecting to have on the EP then oh bear with me let let me count them (laughs) uh definitely Four, potentially five. Ooh. Maybe six. <laughs> Maybe six. <laughs> we're getting closer to an album now, yeah. but I think, I think we're talking six or five. That, that's yeah. one thing I always find crazy as well, is it's eight tracks for an album, but it's got to be over half an hour in length or something to actually make it an official album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is all the stuff I'm trying to work out at the moment. <laughs> it, it's, it's really fascinating, you know, the whole logistics too you know not just actually being able to sing but the whole process behind the singing as well what's it like for you going into like studios then have you ever been into studios with your dad before when he's been singing yeah no I I used to um when I was about uh 15 I um I had a manager and I was I was working with um a, a really amazing producer who'd worked with like the Sting and Ellie Golding, and it was it was crazy and we actually recorded pretty much a full EP (laughs) Um, in the space of three days. So we were in the studio from 10 in the morning to like three in the morning. Oh, wow. (laughs) And we were there the whole time and I was in my pyjamas all day. Like it was, um, it was amazing. It was amazing. And I love, I love going into the studio and like the, the creative atmosphere and when everyone's on the same page as well, it just is perfect. It's like match made in heaven and everything is just, it's just so much fun. It's so much fun. Um, and watching the whole thing come together and like the way that other people, the things other people can bring into your songs as well that you'd never thought of. Just, I just, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so as a songwriter then, you know, 
what do you prefer? Do you prefer doing the co-writes or do you prefer sitting down in a room on yourself and just scribbling away? Well, I, I usually have just been writing the songs on my own. Um, but recently I've started co-writing with a few people and I'm kind of, I kind of like them both. I really love what co-writing does. Like it, it brings people together. It's a great way to kind of, um, like collaborate with other artists and, and get to know them better as well. Um, and then you, you end up creating something that could be really cool or could be really rubbish. And if it's rubbish, you laugh about it. And if it's great, then it's all good. Um, so yeah, loved, I love doing that, but I also really enjoy sitting on my own with my guitar in my bedroom, just kind of, um, you almost like connecting with the things that you haven't really thought much about. Yeah. Um, and exploring that, I think that's really fun too. Now, what was it that actually got you into songwriting, you know, in itself? You know, was it lessons at school or was it just having so much pent-up emotion where you just think, you know what, I need to write it away? Uh, well, I mean, school probably didn't really do, they didn't really do much music stuff at school. It wasn't, really? it wasn't fun like that. I wish it was. <laughs> but yeah, my experience wasn't like that. Um, but I used to, when I was probably like, like maybe four four or five I would write songs with my friends at school and uh, we'd perform them in the playground so that was that was quite fun we had a few had a few different band names as well I think we were the Candy Floss Girls at one point and then we were like we were called Sky Blue or something <laughs> it was great um so yeah I've kind of always been writing songs it's just you know there were a few that are shocking and should never be heard by anyone <laughs> no I'm really tempted to listen to something like that now <laughs> I'll have a look, see if I can find the old songbook. Do you still speak to them? Are I do, friends? yeah. Yeah, no, actually a couple of them are still really good friends of mine. Do they... they don't write songs anymore. <laughs> do they sing or are they in any form of like music profession? No, they're not. One of them um, actually sells like uh, military parts for the army. Oh, wow. Totally random, yeah. So, um, so yeah, no, they're definitely not, <laughs> not music anymore. <laughs> Well, you can be musical at the same time. Yeah, yeah, totally. Do you do music full-time or do you have like a part-time job going alongside it? Um, I actually have a a full-time nine-to-five. I work for a a couple of fashion companies um, doing their marketing and their website. It's all very exciting. (laughs) Um, No, it's a cool job. It's a a brilliant job. I really love it. Um, And if, you know, if there's anything that I'm doing that's not full-time music. I'm, I'm happy to be doing that. So. Yeah. See, we're talking on FaceTime at the moment, and just for everybody out there, today's the 20th of June, and we're talking at half one, 20 past one in the afternoon. And I can see, like, all these earrings, and I can see the tattoos, and I can see all these really, really, not quirky, but really, really, it's well-suited. Oh, thank you. It's almost like you woke, you wake up in the morning, it's like, oh, I can put that earrings with that necklace. You can put. <laughs> Honestly, I just have these on circulation at the moment. I, I just go to sleep and then I wake up in them. <laughs> I don't have the energy to be organising outfits. <laughs> fair, fair enough. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, you're wearing these, um, like, blue... Turquoise. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm wearing my... Um, Leeds United training top today and it's pretty much the same colour it's kind of matches that's it you know we've, we've actually you know we've secretly spoken uh, behind the scenes we've arranged this 
Oh, yeah. I think, really, you need this necklace to go with that top. I think that would suit me. That would be great. (laughs) You could take the earrings, too. (laughs) Now, on your arms, I can see tattoos. I do. I have a few. How many tattoos do you have? Uh, Oh, gosh. Hang on. Not not too many. Look. Uh, One, two, three, four, five... And six, if you count it, because it's a cover-up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so technically, technically five, but maybe six. Um, yeah, I've got I've got a Cadillac here. Ooh. Um, that is the cover-up. It's it's quite dark for the people who can't see it. It's 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 very dark, but there's also some bright red stuff going on. Um, and then I've got a flower on one ankle. And on the other ankle, I have a little snare drum um, in memory of my friend who um, who passed away, but she was also my drummer. Oh. And then I have saying it with a song written on my arm. And then another, I think I've got, <laughs> this one was, well, I didn't really think this one through and it's super cringy. But I've got, um, she dances to the songs in her head <laughs> on my thigh. Oh, so, uh, that, yeah. That's not cringy. It's super cringy, but it's okay. I don't mind it. It's, I'm at the point now where I just, I just get them and don't think about it. See, people won't. I don't think people will know this about me, but I've got three tattoos myself. Oh, cool! And one's of the Texan flag, and it's done in like a Nordic star thing that's on my chest. And awesome. I've got a figure of eight, which is the infinity sign, uh, but broken up with a semicolon, and that was to be like part of a suicide awareness. Yeah, yeah. I suffer with depression quite a lot, and I've I've mentioned this on the podcast before. And yeah, yeah it's just one of those things that you can look at, and co- it's a constant reminder. You know, every day's you know a new day. Yeah. And the last one's my cringy one, which is Leeds United. I've got a Leeds United <laughs> tattoo on my arm, which is amazing. Um. So yeah, that that's something new for everybody out there. Just then, when you said arm, I actually thought you were about to say arse, and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> That's one thing I don't think I'll ever get, is a tattoo. No. It, need, it needs a lad's holiday, really, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Ibiza or Magaluf kind of thing. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> now, you've also got, I've mentioned piercings, you know, how many do you have on your ears? Um... I don't. Oh, I don't know. One, one two, three, four, five, five, and that one. Five, and then six, seven, eight, eight ears. <laughs> eight ear piercings. Not eight ears. But, but that's it. It's just ears. <laughs> I'm too scared to get anything else pierced. See, I've, I've during this lockdown, I've kind of bitten the bullet, and I've never had a piercing before, and I got these really really cheap you know the gun like things clip-ons. yeah from um <laughs> off amazon and yeah i've now got a piercing so. oh amazing oh yeah it's like a little plug yeah well, that's it looks, cool it's like a plug but it's all it is is the screw on like caps so yeah it's me you know throwing the boat out and thinking you know what i'm gonna do something different like that a bit edgy that's it and i'm sat here wearing a flat cap in 20 degree weather <laughs> and a leeds united top <laughs> a leeds united top proper northern you're winning you're winning so have we got like a timeline on when we're going to see some of them are you going to release any of the music as singles or are you just going to release it straight as an ep 
Yeah, no, a couple of the songs I'm hoping to release as singles. Um, I've got a few conversations coming up with some people um, to work out which one and, or two and, and which order. Um, but there's definitely two that I've got in mind that I would, I'd love to release as singles um, because they're just, they're just me as an artist now, I think. Yeah. And I, yeah, I really, really love them. How many of the songs off your EP have you actually got recorded now then? Um, so, one, two, three, four. Four. And we're waiting on the fifth and potentially the sixth. <laughs> well, one of those is yeah. from, one of them's from the Nashville, isn't it? Uh, they, they all are. Oh, they are, are they all from Nashville? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, well, apart from one, um, they... Oh, there's a guy over there called Drew Middleton um, who actually became friends with my nan. <laughs> um, my, my nan is incredible. I have the most incredible nan. She she is um, she got me gigs in Nashville, um, and like I, I don't know how she does it. She's just <laughs> she's the one I know. <laughs> Shout out to Nana Connie. Um, yeah, no, she's amazing. She she uh, she sorts out. Well, she did sort out um, some gigs in Nashville. Um, for me when I went over there and she also introduced me to Drew yeah um, and he yeah we just musically just completely on the same level like I've literally sent him this song I, I recorded it really roughly on my phone sent it to him and was like you do you with it because I know that what you do will be exactly what I'm thinking <laughs> um so yeah I'm super excited to hear it but that, that one's being recorded at the moment um and the others were all done when we've been over there yeah. How often do you, have you been over to actual Nashville itself then? Is that like um, in Wisconsin? Yeah, well, so Nashville I've been to tw- twice. Um, we've we've been to Memphis, Colorado, Wisconsin, obviously, Florida. We kind of, um, we like doing a lot of road trips. Um, so, yeah, we do the, the, like, the Chicago to Memphis to Nashville quite a bit. That's fun. That's a long um, drive. It's long, yeah, it's really long. And it's not very interesting as well. There, there comes a point where all you've got is fields either side of you. I was, I was, I was talking to someone the other day about it, and it's eight hours. Yeah. Eight hours, yeah. just sat there in a car driving. Yeah. Well, my uncle um, is is a real, a real like, country kind of guy. Um, and he's very, very American, very yeah. American. And he has a huge truck. Oh, <laughs> that wow. we all sit in. So it's like a like a van almost, but not yeah. like nothing like you'd think a van is yeah. from in the UK. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we can sit in there and we can all basically stretch our legs out and super comfy. That's what I want over here. I mean, the UK yeah. roads are not the same. No, they might not be able to handle it. To be honest, <laughs> going around, especially in the small villages where I live, just on the outskirts of York, it's very, very, very twisty and turny and very narrow. So. Yeah. If I start bombing it down in a Ford F one fifteen, do it, do it. Everyone else can move out the way. Just start going off roading. Exactly. You're the one with the F one fifty. They can, they can just. Do you do any driving whilst you're over there? I don't. I wouldn't trust myself. Um, my my dad does all the driving when we're in the states, um, and I yeah, I just I stay as far away from the wheel as possible. I'm not very good. I reversed into my ex boyfriend once. I'm really not very good. <laughs> I'm a shocking driver. <laughs> I try, I try, but yeah, I love cars. I just can't drive them very well. <laughs> what? <laughs> you 
going to have to tell me more about this. <laughs> what did so, <laughs> on. so, uh, so he was he was a panel beater. God forbid he ever hears this, but <laughs> he was a panel beater, and um, so he'd just done up this, uh, you know, like the old fiestas, yeah, like oh seven fiesta. So he'd he just completely redone this fiesta. Um, he'd what's it called? Where he like primed it and painted it, and it was looking, it was looking good. And he passed his test, and I drove him to pick up his car that he'd been sorting out. Yeah, um, he got in the car, and literally. I, I reversed and we were we were next to each other and I just reversed straight into the side of his car. No. Straight no. into the side of it. I know. It was it was the most you know you have those moments where you're just like, Oh my god. Yeah. What have I just done? <laughs> like, what did I do? Everything's going in slow motion, you're just thinking, Oh crap. Exactly. And then once I was there, I was like, how do I get out of this? And and my brain at the time just went, just keep driving. <laughs> so, so I just made it worse. It was great. It was great. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, we've just got a, um, a VW Golf, a 05 plate, and there was some rust on the side. So I've cleaned up the rust and I've primed it, I've painted it, I've glossed it, um, clearly coated it. And silly me, I didn't watch where I was walking, so I caught the side of my jeans just as I uh, clear-coated it. So, no. Yeah, I, oh. I, I can understand the pain he's going through. <laughs> I mean, his was crushed. <laughs> I really crushed, like, the back panel quite badly. <laughs> but it's fine. it's fine. I'm sure he fixed it at some point. <laughs> I take it that wasn't an insurance job. That was a, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, here's some, here's some money. Yeah, take it. thankfully. Thankfully, I think because he—that's he, what he does for a living. He fixes broken cars. Yeah. Um. So I think he just—I don't know. I don't know whether he ever fixed it. <laughs> Not sure. That's certainly a, um, a song in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. No. Def, that's a good point, actually. Maybe I should. I keep writing about cars and and sort of tattoos and moonshine at the moment. So maybe to come away from that and go into reversing into people. <laughs> maybe that'd be better. So you mentioned moonshine there. You know, what kind of drinks do you drink? Um, well, def- I mean, I'm obsessed with moonshine at the moment. Um, it's really, it's just all the stereotypical country drinks, to be honest. Yeah. Really cliche, but like Bud, Southern Comfort. Cars light. Um, I mean, I literally have a moonshine here right now. <laughs> I am already on the moonshine. That jar is amazing. People won't be able to see this, but I'm sure you'll post this picture later. That is... Oh, let me take a photo of that. <laughs> There's a... It's it's like a jam jar, but with like a handle actually incorporated yeah, to the side. You know what? It, I I have... Um, so I used to work for, for Ball Mason jars. Yeah. Um, and I did all their like social media and stuff. And um, I've got loads of those, but they, none of them have handles on them. <laughs> And like Bull is actually from America, so I I, I prefer to use Bull. But Kilner is <laughs> yeah. got handles on the side, which is super handy. So um, yeah, yeah, it's quite cute. It's great for moonshine. It looks it looks cool, doesn't it? What kind of moonshine is that then? Is that like a branded moonshine or is it a? Um, it is one? a branded one. Yeah, it's um, it's O'Donnell moonshine. Um, it's quite nice. Ooh. Very good stuff. Good where, stuff. Where'd you get it from? For those people out there. 
Just online, yeah. Just type in O'Donnell Moonshine, and uh, I'm not sponsored by them, I promise. No. <laughs> but yeah, just type in O'Donnell Moonshine, and it'll come up. They, um, it's a cool brand. Well, that, that that's the thing, you know. I'm not sponsored by anybody, and I can talk about pretty much anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> some of the perks of not being sponsored but although if there is anybody out there that wants to sponsor the show you know where i am yeah so, talking of sponsorships you've just got yourself a nice little deal with lindo yeah yeah with lindo guitars i've um i'm loving it absolutely loving it i really honestly i really like their guitars i actually bought one um for my sister a week a week or two before before they they emailed me, yeah. Um, so that was bizarre. <laughs> like, like, the timing of that, yeah, right. <laughs> like bought bought a guitar and I could have, you know, not. <laughs> now, how 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 did the whole situation come about? Then you know, did you say did you like email them initially and say you know I'm an artist, you know I'm looking for people you know to do deals with kind of thing. Yeah, well, they were they were looking for someone for um, the Lindo Feeling guitar, which is like a. I mean, you've you've seen the pictures of it. It's like it's like wooden and it's got like these flames on the side. Looks um, yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. So um, yeah, I just emailed them. <laughs> I was like, hey. Do you know what that guitar needs though? You know how the flames go up? Because it's almost like an not an engraving, but it's like you can see it subtly. Have yeah, they're like lasered. Have it like gold leafed. Oh, that look really. Oh, that would look amazing. So, you know what? I've got um, I've got another guitar as well. I've got a, a Bedell, um, and I was I need to get a pick guard for it because I'm so bad. I, I can't even pick anymore because I I've literally taken off the side of this guitar. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really bad. It's got great character, but um, you know. I feel awful that I've done this to this beautiful guitar. Um, but I'm getting a pick guard for it, and I found one with, like, gold leaf running through it. Yeah. It's beautiful. See, I'm so excited. That's what, that's what you need. You, everything needs gold leaf. Oh, yeah. 100%. We need straps with gold leaf, like guitar straps with gold leaf on it. would be cool. What about your name, done in gold leaf on a strap? Oh! Like a leather strap with yes. embossed. I'm just oh, thinking- that would be I'm just thinking of Deacon Claiborne now with the strap that he had on Nashville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. See, no, I'm happy for that. I've got all these m- massive imaginations in my head and it's, yeah, I can never put them to use. I just don't have the money. <laughs> Isn't that the same thing for everyone? <laughs> especially at this time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially at the moment. So are you going to be bringing out your guitar and your like, next live stream kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've um I've got a couple today. So um yes, are we are we cracking out the Lindo for that? Um I'm always torn between which guitar to use because the Bedell is like you know, you have the sentimental guitar. Yeah. Uh, and that's the Bedell. But then the Lindo's really pretty. <laughs> so, it's so gorgeous. Oh, so nice. So I think I'm gonna switch between the two. <laughs> now you've mentioned like the pit guards, it always reminds me of like Will Nelson's guitar. He's had that since he start, you know, pretty much since he started, like nineteen sixty nine, and it's been the same guitar ever since. And 
I mean, yeah. It looks battered, but it's got so much like sentimental value to that. It's... Exactly. Yeah. I mean, my my guitar is completely battered. And because I wear so many rings all the time, <laughs> it's got like random scratches at the bottom where it just shouldn't have scratches. But obviously where I've been so into it, yeah. I've, um, I've like hit it or <laughs> I've done something. But it's, yeah, it's looking a little bit worse for wear. What if anyone can fix up guitars, <laughs> give me a shout. Um great person to speak to is Malcolm McGuat. He's he's down in London at the moment and he's, oh, okay. he's great with guitars. I mean, he used to build them. Oh, awesome. Okay, well, maybe he could help. <laughs> I'll, I'll let him know. I'll ask. He's a, he's a fantastic singer as well. So he's got this, like, Scottish voice. He's from Scotland. So obviously oh. he's got a Scottish voice. He's releasing a EP soon as well, July 4th. Just a little drop there, but it's your show today. Yeah, no, also I'll I'll have a I'll have a look because I mean that would be helpful. Now, when that kind of things happens, then you know when you you're strumming away, and then next thing you know, a little bit breaks off, and a little bit breaks off. What's the thoughts that are going through your head? Drop the pick and play with your hands. <laughs> Usually, it's like a it's a yeah. Stop stop doing that, Georgia. That's <laughs> you're gonna break your guitar. <laughs> and it's like it's like it's getting to the point where it's really just the wood now on yeah. that little bit. And I'm like, what if I end up putting a little hole in it? <laughs> oh, I can't. The thought makes me so sad. So yeah, I can't play with a pick at the moment on that guitar. I mean, I always feel really bad when I'm going hell to leather on my guitars and a string breaks. I, oh, I feel yeah. really bad about that, let alone putting a hole in it. Yeah. It's a it's a sad moment. And I can see bits of like chip flying away <laughs> as it's happening. Oh wow. Now where did you actually first start learning to play guitar then? Um well I used to actually this is quite interesting, <laughs> kind of. I used to skip PE at school. <laughs> and Fair when enough. I skipped PE, I wouldn't recommend it. I definitely recommend going to PE. If anyone listening, go to PE. Um, don't do what I did, but I used to just go sit in a uh, in one of the music rooms <clears throat> that we weren't allowed in unless we'd booked it, but I used to just kind of hide um, and pick the one that I knew no one would ever use. And uh, yeah, and I, I used to pick up one of the uh, the old school guitars and I learned to play in those music rooms during PE lessons. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so completely self-taught then? Yeah, yeah, I had... I've had one lesson um, with a really cool guy, and then I, I moved away, so I didn't have any more. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, but no, it was. It's been it's been an interesting ride. I mean, don't get me wrong; I've been playing for like ten years, and I haven't progressed much. <laughs> I still I still really struggle, and I'm still by no means a guitarist, but I can play enough to write, and that's that's all I that's I really need to. Yeah, and I love guitars, and you know I can play. I can play enough to play for myself, um, but I wouldn't be hitting people up asking to play guitar for them. <laughs> you ever th- can you do like finger picking, or is it just strumming uh, strum patterns? I can do a little bit. I can do a little bit of finger picking if I need to. Um, I yeah. I mean, in my own songs, I can always kind of make things up. It's and I can play random bits of songs. Like, I can play Virginia Moon by Foo yeah. Fighters. I, I don't know why, <laughs> but I can play that. I can do the, the like, uh, the do-do-do, that bit. <laughs> you know what I mean. I know exactly what um, you mean. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, other than that. Uh, oh, and I can do the do-do-do-do, do-do-do-do. But, 
yeah, it doesn't go much further than that. Really? Do you ever, <laughs> really? Do you ever like want to sit down at night and just think, you know what, this is the song I want to learn now. Let's just go for it. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I, I do, I do do that. It's just a lot of um, a lot of country songs when you're playing for yourself as well. You you can just you can strum. Yeah. Sometimes, um, and then you know, I've got so many guitar friends as well that um, I've never needed to play lead, so I can always play rhythm. Um, yeah. And it's only when I've been playing for myself that I've been picking up like little little twiddly bits and you know playing around with it a bit more um and i've been loving it and you know i've now got a really pretty guitar so <laughs> life's perfect at the moment then it's going great you know yeah apart from being locked in and not being able to play to people it's fine <laughs> how have you found all like the live streams then and being stuck in doors and this whole situation um up and down really to be honest like i think a lot of people um i've been i love being a hermit um, but I also really like going outside. <laughs> so yeah. um, it, it's been really nice to be able to like roll out of bed, stick half a face on and just kind of play um, to people. But at the same time, I'm kind of just playing to my phone and my other half. <laughs> it's please, just... <laughs> please tell me, when you say half a face, you actually literally mean... <laughs> I mean, like, the tiny bit of makeup that I've got left in my drawers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that. Like... <laughs> not like Two-Face from Batman. No, no, not quite, not quite. Although, you know, it's not far off when I wake up. <laughs> oh, God, I know the feeling. Especially my hair. The reason why I'm wearing a flat cap is because my hair is just such a mess at the moment. Brilliant, brilliant. Oh, that might. Oh, no, that's great. You've got a bit of a Clark Kent going on there. little flick. The little, little... Yeah, you really have. What I need to do is I need to dye my hair jet black, put like a white swirl in it, and then just gel yes. it down. Do it. <laughs> do it. Oh, yeah, it's really... what I do need to take my hat off, actually. It's really, really warm in here. Um... So we'll go from there. What your sister, what actually got her playing guitar then? You know, what got you to buy her a guitar is what I meant to say. Yeah, well, she's she's only, oh God, I've got to get this right, 12, 12, what is she, 13 now? She had a birthday really recently and I hope, oh, maybe she's 13. <clears throat> no, she's 13. It was her 13th birthday. Oh. <laughs> That's why I bought her a guitar. Um, and she, yeah, she's, um, my whole family are into musical theatre. They run a musical theatre school. Yeah. Um, so in that, she um, she's very, very musical and um, loves country music as well. And, you know, she sends me videos of her watching all my live streams and, like, singing along <laughs> and, you know, on Snapchat and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I just thought, you know, her 13th birthday, I'd love to buy her a guitar. And I remember when I got my first guitar and it was, like, it was such a huge thing. I've still got my first guitar. It just sits in the corner of the room. Um, but just having it, <laughs> it's yeah. just really special. So, uh, yeah, I got her a, a purple and pink Lindo. Oh, yeah, quite cool. Now, have you ever thought of like doing a on on Instagram and Instagram Live? I think you can do where you can invite certain people in. Do you ever want to just invite your sister in and have a little jam session with her? 
You know what? That's not a bad idea. I might do that. I might do that. And I'm sure she's going to listen to this and hold me to that. <laughs> so thanks for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that would be really cool, actually. She has got such a beautiful voice. Um, I've got two little sisters and one is, well, little. One is nine. Two, oh, no, I'm going to get this wrong, too. <laughs> 19 or 18. Um, I think she's 19. And she's, yeah, she's an amazing actress. Um but also sings. And then there's Mickey, the younger one, who's more into the singing, I think. She'll yeah. probably come back to me on that, but I think she's more into the singing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I could get them both on. We could switch them out. That could be fun. That's it. You need Georgia and the family. <laughs> Georgia and family. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll, be, that'll be really interesting to see. You know, an actual watching a family amalgamate into this band and actually seeing it grow. I mean, we saw it in the past with like the Jackson Five as kids. Great to see yeah. that. Yeah, we could be the, I mean, my surname's Hepplethwaite, so I feel like <laughs> the Hepplethwaite three. That is not bad. <laughs> that is a mouthful, is what that is. Um... <laughs> we can drop it down to Heppy three. Yeah, yeah, the, he- the Heppy three. Three, yeah. I think we all pretty much go by hep or happy anyway. <laughs> you know when you've got to type things in to order something online? Yeah. We never type our whole surname. <laughs> it's so much easier to just type hep. <laughs> well, it's, it's your email address as well is ggheppleflate at gmail.com. It is. When you're on the phone to like customer services, do you ever find it's really irritating to read that? <laughs> well, I've actually got like three different email addresses for that reason. Um, Fair enough. Because reading that out, is the worst thing ever. Um, and I've learned it with the, uh, the f- phonetic, what's the, the alphabet? Phonetic oh my alphabet, God. alpha bravo child. Yeah. Yes. So I've learned that for Hepplequate and I can, I can just, you know. Go on, give us it now that. quickly. Oh no. <laughs> 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 Eve Hotel, Eve for Echo, P for Peter, P for Papa, P for Papa, E for Echo, L for Lima, T for Tango, H for Hotel, W for Whiskey, a for Alpha, I for India, Indigo, India. Is it India or Is Indigo? It, I, oh, I always get this one mixed. I'm sure it's. Yeah, same. India. India. I feel like it's India. Possibly I for yeah, it might be India. I don't know. <laughs> India Tango Echo. There we go. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that, that works. I'm just gonna quickly fact check that. Yeah, we need to find this out. I don't <laughs> see. I should know this off by heart because I was in the Air Cadets as a kid, and I used to be able oh, to. Awesome. I used to be able to reel it out. You know, no problem. And then yeah. into, like, I did a bit of travels work as well, um, working as a home worker. Um, phone. Oh. So whenever you speak to a customer over the phone, whether you're booking like a Jet Two holiday or a Tui holiday or wherever you're going, you got to read out all the information, you know, all their email addresses, all the names, all the hotel yeah. information. Bah. I bet. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's, it's handy, though. It's really handy. <laughs> it's super handy. It, as long as the person you're talking to knows what you're talking about. Because I've had that a few times as well, where they're like, wait, what? Pa- Papa? <laughs> like, no. I've got the t- I've got the table up. You know, this is a great segment. This, and it is I for India. I for India. There we go. So there we go. I mean, when you said indigo, I was like, is it India? Or is it indigo? Is it India? Or is it indigo? I'm proper. Know, it really, it's really difficult to work it out, isn't it? One of the either. 
one of the questions I want to ask you, I normally ask this towards the end of the podcast, but I want to ask it now, is there's been a bit of a debate on, especially the social media with like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And it's two questions. First question is to do with Jaffa Cakes. Can you imagine the question? <laughs> is it a cake or a biscuit? Is it a cake or a biscuit? <laughs> yes, I got that right. Um, I think cake. Because it's too puffy to put in tea. Too spongy. Um, yeah, put, I mean, the idea of putting a Jaffa cake in a tea kind I, of... I don't Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! I, I still dunk them. Yeah, I don't dunk Victoria Sponge because they're really light and fluffy. I don't. I don't oh, dunk. Oh, you don't. I said you. You dunk. I don't. Um, Language barrier there. The, the Jaffa cake sponge is a bit denser than a normal sponge. Okay, so it doesn't go as soggy. As soggy. It's, it's like a quick. Okay, I suppose if you're doing it quickly, that's all right. Like a rich tea dunk. As long as you don't like put it in and just swirl, swirl it, like a hobnob dunk. Yeah, hobnob dunk exactly. As long as you don't hobnob dunk, hobnob dunk a jaffa cake, it's all good. That's <laughs> it. I mean, that's that's a great way to look at timings. Is you got a rich tea dunk, which is a in and out, yeah, yeah, and then a hobnob dunk, which is a in swirl it, you know, just dump it yeah. in there, get a spoon, get it back, enjoy out, it, and it's yeah, crunchy. <laughs> Love a hobnob dunk. <laughs> what kind of biscuits do you like? Uh, all the biscuits. All the biscuits. That's it. <laughs> all the biscuits. I am the one. That is the ultimate answer. Yeah. All the biscuits. If you all was, the time. If you was only allowed to take one packet of biscuits in your carry case to take to America with you, what packet of biscuits would it be? Oh. You only had room for one packet, and it can't be a multi-pack. You know, one of those classic collection type things. See, I love I love hobnobs, but they get stuck in my teeth. Too much. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, I, I think it actually probably be chocolate digestives, although they have reduced the pack size a bit, so it's a bit disappointing, but I think I can, I can handle it. See, the great thing with digestives, I love all the different variants they've got. Yeah, they've got the caramel ones. and like, caramel ones, and the banoffee ones at the moment are just like my ultimate favourite. Oh, I haven't tried the banoffee ones. Oh, so good. So, so good. Where do you get the banoffee ones? And the last place I saw them was my local shop. I haven't seen them in like a couple of weeks now, so it's I don't know if they've stopped them, but they've started doing like marmalade and strawberry uh, strawberries and cream, which aren't as nice. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't go for a marmalade or a strawberries and cream one, but I think I think I'd definitely go for the banoffee if they still have some. Ooh. I'll have to hunt. I'll have I'm going to have an online shop for some digestives. <laughs> I'll have to see if I can find some and send a care package down to you. Oh, that would be so great. <laughs> so talk about care packages. Whereabouts are you based then? So I'm in um, I'm in Brighton. Brighton? Not, yeah. Not been to Brighton for ages. I think two years. Oh, okay. Well, where have you d- done like the, the, the pier and the touristy stuff? And Well, what I did, um, Leeds were playing at Brighton at one point, And what I did was <laughs> I went down early and I had to walk down the front and onto the pier and then after that, I had to walk up to the ground. Uh, I had to get the train to the ground because the ground's not in Brighton itself. It's like uh, way it's out. like Calder, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. annoying. No, it is. It is. Do you, do you support any teams like Brighton or? Um, well, I actually I played football for ten years. Ten um, years. Yeah, I used to I used to love it. Um, I played from when I was about. 
actually no longer than that. So I started at about five. Yeah. And I I stopped when I left school and started working. So I think I was 17, 16. Um, yeah. So I, I played football for years, but I was always kind of ad- average, not going to lie. Like, I was a centre back that would just kind of kick people's shins. So That was me. <laughs> Yeah, yay! I, was, I, was, <laughs> I think it's the best role to play in football, really, isn't it? <laughs> I always used to play either centre back or going towards like centre mid, and I'd always oh, run okay. up because I was because oh, I'm quite a big lad, so I could just push people out of the way. Uh, yeah, no, I just I used to sit in defence and not run. That was <laughs> that was my that was what I brought to the table. Sometimes I stick me on the left as well um, if I was feeling particularly lazy. But, um, yeah. So what made you go to play, like, football then? I just, I don't know. I was always kind of, like, I had, a, I always had a lot more boyfriends than girlfriends. And I think I autumn, I just kind of drifted towards football. And, and one of my closest friends was also into football. And she was really good at it. So, um, yeah. So I just, I think her and I started. But when I started at five, I used to... Um, I was also going to ballet at the same time. Yeah. And I'd do ballet in in goal. So, <laughs> so there would be and obviously all the dads got really into this football as well because it was mixed at the time as well. So it was, yeah. you know, boys and girls playing on the same team. And um my my dad, the amount of arguments he got into with some of the boys' parents, bear in mind we were all only five, <laughs> but apparently me me playing me doing ballet in the goal wasn't uh wasn't the best thing. <laughs> Always reminds me of a northern film up here called Kez. And there's a scene where Kez, uh, the guy called Casper, the main character, he's in he's playing football. It's like in the 70s or the 80s. Yeah. And he's playing in goal and he just ends up swinging off the top bar like a monkey. <laughs> yeah. I think I would have done that if I could have reached it. <laughs> now, you played ballet in the goal, like, I know. Is that just it, like along the line or in like the square or? No, like I was, I was in goal. Um, so I was the keeper and, and I would just, yeah. And then the balls would obviously fly past me and I'd just be like, oh, <laughs> like, and like dance around it. Like it was, yeah, it was really bad. Like my mum and dad will still, will still take the mick out of that one. <laughs> Always like, to this day, to this day. Um, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now it's just so crazy to think that you went to play football, you know, from like five to sixteen, but yet you skipped out on PE to practice guitar. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's different at school, isn't it? Yeah, I totally. Get <laughs> and, that. Um, and it also like I hated running. I really hated running, which is why, like, whenever I played football, I was always, you know, the defender that didn't move or, <laughs> or like, you know, in goal because I just have always hated running, always. Um, so, But my school would make us run a lap of the field every PE lesson. And our field was huge. Like, my school was in the middle of the countryside. Like, it had so many, so much grounds. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was so much room. And, um, yeah, th- this field was large. And I did not want to run around it. So, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I know the pain. I know the pain. I mean, my old school in... Uh, in Marley in Leeds they had this massive field and every lesson you'd have to either go for a run or you'd go to I always end up doing like a morning club where I'd want to try and lose weight so I'd run around the field 
as part of this like, running club, but it wasn't yeah. a running club. And oh, I was so, I felt so horrible afterwards. It's yeah, so- it's just awful. I remember that feeling of like, you know, when you, you get like, you, you like taste blood and it's, yes. you just can't breathe and it, oh, it was awful. And like, I rem- the water fountain was really far away from the actual like field. So we'd have to walk ages to get some water. Uh, just no, no. Oh, it's like crawling through a Sahara desert. Just <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And if you had nice enough friends, sometimes they'd run to the fountain for you. Because I was always last as well. <laughs> so by the time they'd finish, I would, you know, it would be about 10 minutes till I'd show up. <laughs> you see, I, w- I wasn't always, I wasn't the unhealthy one. Everybody was just always super, super fit in comparison. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah no, that's, I mean, my school, they were all so, so fit and like, yeah, I remember I came second in the 800 once and I was shocked. Like yeah. it was the most it was the biggest achievement of my life. <laughs> um still is, still to this day. <laughs> Please tell me you got a medal still. No. <laughs> no, it was in a PE lesson that I actually went to. <laughs> what? I know. I know. I know. Shock horror. Talking to school then, what was your favorite lessons at school? Um oh what did I enjoy at school? <laughs> That's what um, everybody asks. Honestly. What was it? Well, towards, uh, t- towards, towards the end of school, I, I wasn't at school much because I was, um, I was recording and doing fun music stuff. So I kind of managed not to go in for a few, for a bit of it, um, which was great. But the, I think... It was probably, I did music tech at A-level. I loved that. Um, I had music tech lessons with a guy called Tim and it was just me and him. Like, yeah. And it was so much fun. Um, so, yeah, that was that was really good. And I learned a lot of music theory doing that as well. Um, I've forgotten half of it now, but I loved it. <laughs> it was, you know, <laughs> I made the effort at the start. Um, That's with every lesson, though. Yeah, yeah. And I love drama. Drama? I love drama yeah yeah I was um heavily into my drama at school and I think that's just from my family's background being super dramatic and running a drama school so yeah well you mentioned earlier that your family does like a musical theatre type thing yeah well um my dad um is he directed Les Mis and played Thenardier and all of that stuff yeah so he he was like cool in the the musical theatre life Um, and and, uh, and then he went on to be an actor um and did a lot of tv um he was i don't know whether you've heard of the green green grass no well i'm gonna check that out Uh, yeah it was like a spin-off of only falls and horses um yeah it was uh (laughs) it was basically where boise like disappeared into the country to run away from the uh the people who were after him um so he was in that for for years um and my mum was an actress as well she did um, a whole bunch of stuff. Apparently, she did more than Dad until she had me. Um, so I ruined that for her, apparently. That's but it's always fun. a nice conversation you have with them. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think she, kind of, <laughs> she tries to pretend it never happened <laughs> to make me feel better. But, um, yeah, yeah, no. So they, um, they've they basically created this drama school with, uh, with my uncle. And it's kind of very industry-based as well. So it's they have, um, uh, like camera technique lessons and um 
all of all of that stuff, audition technique, and it's quite it's cool. It's a cool place. <laughs> Do you ever help out there? Um, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. I live quite far away now, so they're back in Hertfordshire. Yeah. Um, sort of Cambridge way. So I, whenever I'm back, I'll pop in. Um, and I'm like, hi everyone, <laughs> remember me? Um, Does but you yeah. Daughter here. Hi. <laughs> just me hello hi do you remember me still um, <laughs> i'm still about but i mean my other two sisters have just dominated and they're, they're like you walk in and and you know the eldest one is she knows everyone and knows everything and knows exactly all the lines and all the songs and everything that everyone's doing um so i always i always walk in and feel a little bit inadequate to be honest <laughs> they're um no it's it's amazing some of the people there are so so talented it's great. Out of you and sisters then, who's the oldest? Me. You. Yeah. Do you ever use that to your advantage with them? Always. <laughs> Always. Naturally. <laughs> Naturally. I mean, when I was living at home, um, they would argue quite a lot because they're quite, I mean, there's six years between them. So it's a bit of like an awkward gap. Yeah. Um, whereas there's three years between me and the middle sister. Um, so they would argue loads and I would be like the voice of reason, the, the calm, the one who'd come in and be like, guys, just, just chill. <laughs> just chill. It's fine. You love each other. It's all good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. I still feel like that sometimes. <laughs> I was going to ask you earlier the second debate question, but I'm going to actually save that now for another 10 minutes. I want, now I want to talk about your upcoming live streams today. When you've got a live stream, do you mm-hmm. have like a pre-prepared set list that you get ready for and you kind of, or do you just go with the flow and see what people say? Um, I kind of do a bit of both. Yeah. So I always make sure that, you know, if there's, if there's no flow to go with, <laughs> I've, um, I've got a song lined up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. And I kind of, I keep a mix of, of my songs and, and covers, um, but you know, I found a lot that in the in the country community in general, people want to hear your originals, which is really nice. Um, and although I'm, I've obviously been in country music for years. I mean, I've been gigging for years and years and years. I've never actually hit social media as much as I have <laughs> in the past sort of few months. So I've, I haven't met any of these amazing country singers that are in the UK scene, or you know, I, I had no idea that this, that this was even a thing. Um, it's it's crazy. I mean, I've actually never met anybody yet, and I'm looking forward to actually starting to meet some of the people I've actually had a wonderful chance to speak to. And the country scene in the UK, especially recently, it's grown so big, so yeah. fast. It's great. Yeah. Exactly, it's huge, and and everyone is is really supportive as well, which is nice. Like it, it's it's a nice community to be a part of. I think. How, has, has it been kind of? Has there been a welcoming? not a committee but like open arms and like welcomed you in straight yeah yeah totally i mean um the bcmas are are really lovely people they they're really nice there um dc brown is great as well um scarlet river management have been lovely to me um and their artists kelsey and and danny i've met danny before as well i've actually opened for danny um in brighton Oh really? At the time, I had I didn't know. Like I knew, I'd heard of him before, and I heard one of his songs, but I didn't really know much about him. And then I met him, and then after I met him was when it was really bizarre. Like we we kind of ended up 
<laughs> meetings on social media again. Um, but yeah, there have been some lovely people. Megan Rose, like, there's there's some really great people in the country scene um, that are all there to help. Like, people like yourself who are just kind of easy to talk to and reach out. And it's nice. It's nice. That's what we want. I mean, it's, we're, all, we're all one big family, end of the day. Yeah, it does feel it. It feels it. And but having these people as well who are like making sure every day that they're they're putting out there what live streams people are doing. How yeah. great is that? Like <laughs> that's so handy. I mean, the just the number of live streams out there and the number of people that have been doing these like virtual concerts and these virtual festivals and I mean SW20, they've you know yeah. they've had one, you know. Oh, like huge it, one there. Like you mentioned, DC Brown, you know, he's massive with his videography. He's so, so clever. Um, yeah, Scarlet River Management, all of them there, amazing. Rachel, especially. She, Rachel's so lovely. She works hard for, like you say, Danny and Kelsey, and mm-hmm. like the BCMA. I had yeah. them, you know, not too long ago, and it's it's so great to actually hear what they do for the artists, and you know what people's subscriptions do for that. And if you're listening now and you haven't got a subscription with the BCMA, check it out. It's only twenty quid a year. Yeah, it's, it's pennies, but the money goes back to the artists and the awards. So, yeah, no, they're nice people there. How how has it been then? You know, actually, we mentioned it earlier, like setting like the Apple accounts and the Spotify accounts. How has it actually been like organizing the like the CDs and making sure everything's in place, ready for like the releases? Has it been difficult? Uh, yeah, definitely. And because I, I'm doing it on my own, um, I've got. I've got my other half helping me, bless him. Um, <laughs> just kind of chuck him a bunch of stuff. But he's studying artist management, so that's handy. Um, oh. And he's also, he's kind of interning with Rachel as well. So that's handy. Um, do you want a name so He's learning loads. Well, he, with Rachel. Uh, no, do you want to know his name? Oh, <laughs> Will. <laughs> Will Hewer. <Will. laughs> yeah. So, uh, and uh, he's a drummer. So he, he's super helpful to have around. Um, and he's learning all of these things at the same time as I am so we're kind of um <laughs> trying, trying to work it all out but it's going well and I, I know I know quite a few people who are managers and and have done this with their artists and they're they're really helping me out um there's a guy called uh Chris who works at um the practice rooms yeah which you've probably never heard of but it's a really cool place um and his management company is called Crucial Management um and he's a really good friend of mine and my dad's so he's been giving me advice um which has been so helpful (laughs) so helpful so yeah it's just knowing knowing people who can who can help me when i get really stuck (laughs) isn't it crazy how much you actually have to know though like oh it's nuts things like codes for music and and like making sure you're registered on everything and the order you have to register on everything and submitting things and Oh my gosh! And the socials <laughs> on top of that, it's like, wow. Yeah, yeah. The socials, especially like that. I I do that for a living. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still like, it, there's something very different between doing it for a living and and doing it for yourself. I think, um, you know, like I can I can easily say to someone else, okay, you need to go take this picture and it needs to look like this and it will be really cool. But me, <laughs> I'm like, um, what do I say? <laughs> How do I word this? 
I mean, that, that's the issue I've found. I mean, I know I need to start on my Instagram. I need to start actually doing some live videos of me, like just talking and all yeah. that stuff. But it's actually getting around to doing it. And actually, whenever I record a video and I look at it, I think, oh my God, I look terrible. Yeah, it's just natural. I think we all do that. Like, I can't look back at videos that are pre-recorded. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, I I get halfway through, maybe. And then I'm like, okay, that's good enough. <laughs> Don't need to see the rest. I mean, it's like the sound of your own voice as well. Whenever you hear a recording of yourself, when you're not used to it, it's yeah. so strange. I mean, yeah. when I first started doing this, it was like, okay, then I'm just going to send it. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm just going to make sure the ends are trimmed okay and just get it out there and I'll get used to my voice. Yeah, I'm yeah. still not used to it. That's Yeah, no, I totally get you. And like when I remember the first time... I went into a studio, was on my 10th birthday, and we sang a song from High School Musical. And uh, I remember listening to it afterwards and being like, what do I sound like? But I was only 10, <laughs> and I was still like, I hate this. <laughs> um, please, and then please, I went please. in the week after, and it was awful as well. <laughs> please, please, please sing a song from High School Musical in your live stream. <laughs> yeah, good thing. Good thing. Throw in some. Uh, what is it? I think it was "You Are the Music in Me." I think it was that one. Oh, awesome! <laughs> That's I'm, a real banger. That song. <laughs> I'll never be ashamed to admit. You know, I used to watch High School Musical, and I used to love all that stuff. Apparently, there's a TV show now. Oh yeah, there is on Disney Plus. What's it like? Is it any good? Is it? You see, have you seen? <laughs> the, the problem I've got. I've, I've seen. <laughs> you have. <laughs> amazing i've seen the first three episodes and i just can't get into it personally yeah i mean it's weird it's not it's not the same so you've seen it as well then no i saw the trailer it doesn't count it doesn't count um yeah i was interested the um the issue i've found with it is it's trying to tie too much into the high school musical franchise because that's what it's about but you're Compare it in your own head too much to the actual movies, and it's just so you can't get used to it. I well, I couldn't, yeah, yeah, no, maybe I won't, or maybe I will, maybe I'll try it. Try it, let me know what you think. I mean, you might get in after three episodes and think, you know what, this is actually getting really good now. You need to start watching it again. Maybe I'll get drunk and watch it. I feel like that could be a good combo. Everything is always awesome drunk. Oh, it is, it really is. (laughs) I mean, to say that you're drinking moonshine at 2, 2 p.m. now. I know, it's getting quite... I mean, it's a Saturday, okay? It's, it's a Saturday and I've got a lot of live streams to do. And I don't blame you. I'm, no, it's not a bad thing. I'm probably going to crack out the whiskey now. <laughs> I'm like, it's past 12 o'clock. That makes it okay, right? It's five o'clock somewhere. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure that's a song. Exactly. It is, it is. And it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, it is. Definitely. All right, so where can we find you on the socials? We talk about the socials all the time. Where can we find you? <laughs> so uh, my name is Georgia Nevada. Um, so if you type that in anywhere, it will pretty much come up. Um, but if you want the actual bit that gives you the URL thing, um, it's all under Georgia Official UK. And uh, then my website, which is where everything is, it's super easy to find stuff from there, is just georgiaofficial.co.uk. Awesome. So we can't wait till we actually... Get some of your music out there so we can all buy it, stream it, download it, everything. You'll have to keep us all up to date on the socials. 
Me too. Yeah, I will. I'm um, as soon as I know, you guys will know. <laughs> it's been so long now. And I bet everybody out there who does all the reviews and stuff, I bet they can't wait to actually start grabbing. Yeah. Interviews. Oh, some, that's what I mean by the community as well. Been, some people have been so lovely. I've I've been approached by so many different reviewers and and people who support unsigned artists who have been like, when you got your stuff out, send it to us. We'll review it. We'll promote it. And it's just it's so great to have that. Well, that, that goes back to what we were saying. You know, we're just all one big family, and we all want everyone yeah. to succeed. Yeah. You know, end of the day, good music's good music. Yeah, very true. So everyone needs to check out your website because there's "Saying It with a Song," which is on there, which is an original. It is, yeah, it's a bit of a preview. So, <laughs> where did you know? Where did that come from? Uh, that song was. Um, is that, that I was four years ago. Uh, that one was, uh, I mean, that recording is four years ago, yeah. I mean, the song I wrote when I was 16, I think. Um, yeah, I'm 22 now. <laughs> so it's a while ago. Um, uh, yeah, and it was like a, a a breakup. I'd been with a guy for like four years, um, and we just kept breaking up and getting back together and breaking up, and that was during one of the breakup moments. Um, and there was a lyric in it that used to be long hair, long nose and scrawny thighs. <laughs> and I had yeah. to change it to, uh, to like dark hair and deceiving eyes or something because he just was not happy about that. Um, but I'm thinking of bringing it back. <laughs> yeah. You need to put your original thoughts in it. Cause that's what he was feeling at the time. You can't exactly. Right. Exactly. And you know, I'm not with him anymore. So exactly. I mean, it's not like it. any royalties or anything. He's probably not even going to listen to it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so when you release your EP, you need to make sure that's on there with the original lyrics. Yes. I think, you know what? I could have two versions. I could have, I could have the, uh, the original stripped back, like yeah. the real authentic version straight from the songbook. Bonus that you have to buy the EP for. <laughs> yeah. Now, you also do quite a couple of covers that I've seen on youtube yeah yeah what what kind of covers are you enjoying to do because i've seen you do like um carrie underwood yes wow. love that carrie underwood wow before <laughs> he cheats just it's always a song that i always want to try and sing but i can never do it oh it's hard so it's hard <laughs> yeah well i had um i always think things are higher than they actually are yeah, so when right. i started working with um this singing teacher her name's Emma collins by the way guys if anyone wants to check her out she's awesome um but she taught me to just not do that <laughs> <laughs> um and it's been a godsend because i've been singing that song for for years years yeah. and years um it used to be on my set like back when I had a full band and we were gigging around Hertfordshire, like, um, and I've always struggled with the the bridge in it, always. And now that I, I don't even know how, but somehow, like, just mentally, just thinking that's not that high, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, so yeah, give it another go. Give it another go and just believe you can do it. <laughs> See, I always sing better when I'm drunk. Always. Oh yeah, I think everyone does. <laughs> We're all amazing when we're drunk. Amazing, especially with band a karaoke mic and yeah, a few tequila <laughs> shots down and yeah. Oh, totally. We used to go to a bar in um, in Portugal called the Roundup, and it was amazing. There were like cowboy boots hanging from the ceiling and covered. Um, and I used to do karaoke there all the time. And whenever I went there, we were always so very drunk. 
um, that it was the best karaoke. I think the best vocals came out during those karaoke sessions. <laughs> Never been able to sing like that again. <laughs> See, the great thing as well is because everyone else is drunk, they can't really tell. Exactly. So exactly. Even if you mess up, it's like a bit of fun. Yeah, totally. No one cares. It's fine. And that's one of the reasons why I like going to Benidorm as well because there's so many karaoke bars and it's just so much fun. <laughs> you know, I've never been to Benidorm, but I really want to. It's not as... I want to say it's not as bad as it seems, but... Um... I want it to be as bad as it seems. Yeah. <laughs> it's strange. I mean, it's like, every, it's like every little city or town or wherever in the UK as well. You know, you get your good bits, you get your bad bits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the old town's really nice. It's, it's especially recently, it's gone back to majority Spanish. Okay, um, that's... But the new town is like where you want to go drinking and to like two, three, four o'clock in the morning. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have a look. Maybe prices are cheap at the moment. Oh, yeah, I'd, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd have a look. I'd, compar- I'd do a price comparison first. Yeah. Prices have... <laughs> Because of all this that's gone on, prices have skyrocketed. It's have they gone really high? Yeah, it's. I'm, oh, wow. I'm due to go in September, and when we booked it, it was like a quarter of the price it is now. Wow. But I'm off for ten days, so it's already quite expensive. Oh wow, nuts! So maybe I won't. <laughs> I'll have a look in like maybe a year's time. <laughs> yes, when everything's died down. Yeah, hopefully. Either that, or we'll have our third wave by then. Oh, don't. I know. I can't wait till it's all over and we can just be healthy and be safe next to each other and actually go back to yeah. gigging. Yes, that would be great. See faces when That's I play. It would be see wonderful. See faces and hug people. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. missing that social interaction with face-to-face people. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, um, it's a strange world we're living in right now. All right, so... Towards the end of the podcast, we've been talking for over an hour now. Crazy. It's a long while, isn't it? <laughs> I, I like to ask the, like the debate questions at the end. So I've left one to the end. And then what I do is I ask a couple of questions that's like a night out, you know, how the night out goes for you. So first I'll start with the debate question. What is your opinion to pineapple on pizza? Always. Always. I like pineapple on pizza. I think it's not as scary as everyone thinks it is. There's too much hype over it. It's really just not that exciting. It's exactly. just pineapple on pizza. Exactly. <laughs> like, just, just get over it, everyone. Just, just get over it at this if point. You want, if you don't want pineapple, don't have pineapple. Exactly. Just, just you know, have the hand bit. Just... <laughs> or not. <laughs> I'll just get a pepperoni or a yeah. cheese or margarita. Actually, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just another another thing on pizza. Awesome. What kind of pizzas would you have? You know, if you used to have like a selection of pizzas in front of you, what would you have? Oh, I'm trying at the moment to to be more um, to be more to eat more sort of vegetarian foods and vegan foods. Okay. So recently, I've gotten into vegan pizza bases. They're quite interesting. Like, they're interesting. I wouldn't say they're amazing, but they're interesting. Like cauliflower bases and. Yeah, yeah. Um, cauliflower base, and there was one I had the other day. I think it was sweet potato. Yes. Yeah, it was quite nice. Um, is it Domino's that do that? Somewhere does that at the moment. Papa John's? Yeah, like... Maybe Papa John's. I don't know. But I had one the other day, and it was actually quite nice. Um, but then my problem is that I love a bit of pepperoni, and I love a bit of a meat beast. So I, I would probably... <laughs> 
get the uh, the uh, sweet potato base with some form of meat feast on top. Just it with meat. <laughs> yeah, maybe a bit of pineapple thrown on there. But <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Barbecue sauce. Just throw it, it up. There. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So the the questions what I'll ask now is like the night out. So. We go out on a night out. Where would you rather go? Would you rather go to like a pub, a club, or a bar? Bar. A bar. Yeah. When you're at the bar, what is your like go-to drink then? I know we mentioned oh, moonshine what... earlier, but nowhere has moonshine. It's quite no. sad. Uh, gin. gin, gin or or bud. Any depends what you're in. Any like flavored gins, or is it just plain straight gardens and? Ooh, always flavoured. Um, I really like grapefruit. Grapefruit gin's nice. It's great. That's gone to like the extra because I mean gin's quite dry, and then grapefruit will make it really dry and tart. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But it does make it quite sweet. Does it? Strange. Um, yeah, like it's. Oh, maybe it's grapefruit and something that I have. Pink. Oh, it's pink grapefruit. Pink grapefruit. Is that like really neat type that. thing or? A... Yes, well, I think Whitley Neal do one, and so do the ones that come in the really pretty bottles. Yeah, um, those people do one too. <laughs> There's so many pretty bottles though. I mean, I used to do some bar work, and yeah, the like, how was it? Oh, fear. I can't remember. There's just so many names. Um, but yeah, there's so many different gins out there now. I mean, tonics as well. Do you have like tonics yeah. and lemonade with it? Yeah, usually tonic. Um, if I'm very, very drunk, it will just be lemonade because I can't be bothered to think of the tonic. Um, but I'll try tonic. <laughs> what kind of tonics do you like? Do you like the flavoured tonics or is it just straight, plain? Um, I do like the flavoured tonics as well. I like mixing all the flavours. It's really bad. Um, but I like elderflower tonics and um, rose tonic. Um, I, I really like um, oh, like an aromatic one. There's, I can't remember what it's called. It might just be called aromatic tonic. Yeah. Uh, it's nice. It's kind of perfumey, but not as bad as that sounds. Yeah. Um, Fever Tree do an aromatic tonic. And it is called that aromatic. That one. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how many different tonics there are, as well as, as, well as gins. It's just so diverse. Yeah. You can, it's a whole pick and mix. That's what it is. It's like a pick and yeah. mix. You can go, yeah, I'll try that with that one. I'll have that with that one. Yeah. Going on from there, then we've finished in the bar. We're walking home. We're stumbling a bit. We're a bit drunk, and we fancy something to eat to sober up the alcohol. Mm. What would you have? <laughs> Anything. Anything. The closest, the closest food, because I don't like walking too far. Um, so it would have to be the one that is the closest and uh, has the shiniest lights. Um, that, that is the enticer. The shiny yeah, yeah, the smiliest people. I love it when you're when you're really, really, very drunk, and you walk into like say, a kebab shop, and the guy behind the counter is just grinning. <laughs> He's just having a great time. <laughs> that just tops off the night. Um, one thing I used to like to do. Um, my friend used to work at Subway in Leeds City Centre, and I used to, was, one in Leeds City Centre used to stay up until like three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. So yeah. you'd get bored at night. So what I'd do is I'd go there, I'd get myself a sandwich, I'd be sober, and I'd sit in the corner and I'd just watch people coming in. There's, <laughs> there was a couple of like nightclubs at the other side of it, and the amount of either fights that broke out or the amount of drunk people that were just having such a good time dancing, just it was fantastic. Yeah, it's, uh, it is always entertaining. We stumbled into a subway. Like the last time, it was the last time we went out, actually. 
Yeah, because Will and I don't really go out much. We're quite, <laughs> we really like sort of just going to a pub down the road or like, yeah. you know, going to smaller places or just sitting at home. Um, and uh, yeah, we went out, out, like proper out, 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 out. Oh, wow. um, we ended up in Subway at the end of the night. Um, and there was a bouncer on the door. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was intense. It was an intense Subway trip. They're the best. I'm trying to get yeah. past the bouncer in there. He's like, show your ID. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, and they kind of stand there all tough, and it's like, mate, you're a. It's a sandwich shop. You're outside Subway. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like I'm about to like stab you? What's going on? <laughs> going on from that, we're now in the next day. You know, you've sobered up. You know, you go and you want to go for a meal somewhere. What would you rather have? Would you rather go to like a fast food place such as your know, McDonald's, KFC, Pizza Hut, Domino's, you know, the kind of fast dish food? Or would you rather go to a sit in restaurant like a Bella Italia, Chiquito, Nando's, that kind of thing? Probably a sit in. Sit in. What kind of like sit in restaurants yeah. do you like? Um, I love Prezzo. Um, coast to coast. If I'm feeling a bit fancy, Miller and Carter. Love yeah. mm. I'm I'm all for those little onion things and the the little salad wedge. Um, <laughs> when I first got that, I actually thought it was like a potato wedge, and was really disappointed when it when it showed up and it was a bit of salad. Yeah, <laughs> that was a sad moment. When I went I went to Texas, the very first time I went to Texas, and it was like a iceberg. What was it called? It was like a salad wedge, a wedge salad. A wedge salad, and it literally was a wedge of a iceberg lettuce, just chopped with a bit of tomatoes, and yeah, I was a bit disappointed. <laughs> the disappointment, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. What? Well, so we've gone from the restaurant now. What kind of drinks do you have throughout the day? Is it like, you know, do you like your soft drinks? Do you like your juices, your coffees, your teas? Um, I drink a lot of fruit tea. Um, or like green teas. I'm obsessed with um, matcha. Yes. The, the good old green stuff. Um, that's really great at the moment. Um, so, yeah, usually I'm drinking that and then, you know, towards the end of the day, maybe I'll crack out some, some moonshine. Some moonshine. <laughs> some moonshine. I've actually never had moonshine. I really want to try some. Oh, my gosh. You know what? It's so lovely. So lovely. You know how um, vodka and gin have a really distinct, like, alcohol taste? Mm -hmm. When you have flavoured moonshine, it's like there's nothing alcoholic in it, (laughs) which is what makes it so dangerous. (laughs) Like, this this one I'm having at the moment is a sticky toffee. Oh, wow. Sticky toffee moonshine. How does that exist? (laughs) That sounds like heaven. Like, oh. It really is, honestly. It is heaven. Absolute heaven. And what was that called? O'Donnell? O'Donnell, yeah. Um, but I've seen, um, is it Pal- Palmetto Moonshine as well? Are going around the country at the moment. Yeah, they've, um, uh, the other podcast, uh, me, Total Country, they've been doing a, like a competition thing where yeah. you share and you Their get moonshine a, looks good. You get a, sh- uh, a sample, the winner gets a sample of the Palmetto Moonshine and they look really nice. They do like apple, yeah. what was it, apple pie? that kind of stuff I've, yeah i've seen some really cool flavors on those i think i'm, I'm definitely gonna try it like yeah. I, I just quite all the moonshines because i love it so much <laughs> <laughs> yeah when i um when i finally have some money left and when i've actually started getting a full wage again it'd be nice to actually yeah. just stock up on moonshine 
Yeah. Get, you know, how we were talking about pretty bottles. Yeah. Just get all the moonshine bottles because these all come in like mason jars as well. So you could just stack them all up, make it look all pretty, like a little pyramid. A moonshine pyramid. Get some like <laughs> LED fairy lights and then wrap it around. Ah, and... oh, yes. See that we're all getting artsy and fartsy here. Look at that. <laughs> all right. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Is there anything you want to chuck in there? Um, Say hi to no. sisters. Yeah, hi sisters. Shout out to Limitless Academy. Um, you're all fab people. Um, <laughs> what else? <laughs> yeah, no. Lindo, yeah, thanks. Lindo, thank you, Nana Connie. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Mum. Thanks, Jess. Thanks, Mickey. Um, happy Father's Day for tomorrow, Dad. <laughs> if you're listening to this on the right day. Um, yeah. And that was yeah, thanks, Will. <laughs> That was the award for bestseller performance. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm taking a bow for people who can't see. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, Georgia. It's been fantastic speaking with you. That's right. Thanks for having me. And I look forward to seeing the music coming out. And All check, right. check into the live streams, everybody. Please do. Thanks. <laughs> All right, everybody. Take care. We'll see you all next time. And goodbye. That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews and general chit-chat on all things country music.